What's up, advocates? And welcome back to episode number two of the Claims Game podcast. Super excited about this uh, episode, but before I get into that, uh, we do have some support uh, coming into the show now, and this support is coming from Fortez Health, so if you go to www.fortezhealth.com, they're selling all kinds of masks, masks and any kind of protection gear. Uh, I know I'm using them um, in any single house that I go to just out of respect for the clients and for any children or elderly that they have in their home, and I'm just leaving the mask. I don't really wear much gloves because I feel like if I touch anything, I could just sanitize and wash my hands anyway so I do like to sanitize before going into a house and then either washing my hands as I exit and then sanitizing inside the car but what I've been reading and what uh, what the Fortez Health has been telling me is that it's very important to at least keep the mask on so go to fortezhealth.com and whatever decide whatever it is that you decide to buy if you put in the promo code Vince 20 you'll receive 20% off so anyway about this show episode number two We got a special guest. It's with Jack Hanks. And anybody that is in this industry most likely knows Mr. Hanks. Uh, Jack Hanks is the vice president of Skipton & Associates. Skipton & Associates is one of the largest public adjusting firms in the entire nation. They've got, I mean, endless amounts of years of experiences, of experience. They've been around since the early 90s, late 80s, uh, really when public adjusted, public adjusting really started to roll as a result, honestly, of uh, Hurricane Andrew. And, um, well, they like I said, um, David Skipton is the owner. He's been in, he's been in this business forever. Uh, but now Jack Hanks is the vice president of Skipton & Associates, who with a ton of experience. And, I mean, I'll tell you one thing. If you follow him on Facebook, the guy is on a massive building pretty much every other day. So they're doing large commercial claims. And not just that, but they also provide an excellent course that I personally took and it is fantastic really taught me how I really just even as experienced as I am not only do I not know everything but I need to really tighten up my game make sure we got that proper documentation make sure that we send legitimate letters citing policy language so that we can really get the results that we want so um, this is a great podcast I hope you guys enjoy it we talk about everything from from commercial claims from a flood commercial claim that I'm currently going through Uh, we talk about what's his process what's their process at Skipton not only business wise which is what we talk about too the systems that they use and the process that they go through to settle a claim, but also just the process that they go through when they enter a new claim and all the documentation that needs to be gathered. We talk about the course. We talk about the importance of building relationships. It's probably the most important thing. And um, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And it's just uh, what it's like to have been learning from Mr. Uh, David Skipton, who's probably one of the most experienced public adjusters out there. So I hope you enjoy it. Again, Claims Game Podcast, episode two of many. And uh, yeah, enjoy. See you later. Welcome to the Claims Game Podcast with Vince Perry. Get all the tips you need from insurance claim advocates and professionals and grow your public adjusting career to the next level. And now the commercial claims advocate, Vince Perry. All right, we're live. Jack, what's up, man? There it is. There it is. Anybody who follows Jack Hanks on Facebook, they know he's usually he's usually on top of some massive freaking yeah. skyscraper building and doing one of these. And it's usually with the what is it where you go? You do the whole like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Branding matters, brother. Branding matters. It All does. Right. It does. Uh, my my children and my uh, and my girlfriend make fun of me constantly because they uh, they get sick of seeing all that. But. Yeah, I'm um, sure. We got tuitions to pay for. They, I, I kind of explained to them that's all part of it. So I could imagine your kids at, after that point. I could imagine your kids going, "Dad, would well, you have to do the peace sign though? Like, why? Why do you right. got to do that?" Right. Please stop that. <laughs> I'm like, well, you like you like your new apartment in, in at, at the uh, college, so you have to deal with that. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. So I want to get right into something that I actually I wanted to get. I'm I'm using this not just forget the fans. I don't care who's listening. This is for me, and I you actually have all my information. Huh. You're gonna steal all my all my secrets. Yeah, we'll see if I can get there. I I I, I gotta right. get you. I gotta get you drunk enough. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually got a call today. I got a call yesterday for a claim, and I'm just gonna tell you who I'm how I'm gonna go through it, and I want you to tell me what you think. I think you're gonna agree okay. with most of it, and then maybe just give me some tips and advice because I got a commercial claim. I settled my biggest commercial claim after Irma down in Miami, and it was a. Um, 15, 15 building association, uh, condominium. Right. Most of them were, are they condos? They're kind of townhomes. Some buildings have five units. Some buildings have seven units and it's 15, it's 15 buildings. So in Miami, I don't know if you've seen the last week, 
they're fucking flooded. Nasty. Over and over and over again, yeah. It's yep. bad. Have you gotten any calls from there? Uh, no, we'll, I'll wait a few days and get in there. It's just too hectic right now, but we will. So, so the claim that I settled for $1.1 million after Irma, thank you very much. I was very happy about that. You're not even like nodding your head. You're like, yeah, whatever. That's great. Anyway, it was that. <laughs> it was it was nice for me, you know. I was uh, yeah. This is like two years ago, so so they're obviously very happy. They ended up changing all their roofs, which is fantastic. I mean, they were thrilled with the way everything worked out. But uh, the vice president association called me and said, Vince, we're flooded. Everything is flooded, and we've got water lines on the on the exterior walls about about a foot and a half, two feet up. That's how much water that was there, and the water seems to be creeping into all of the units. It's going in through the exterior walls. So I'm doing my research, talking to my people, seeing how I can do it. I'm going to drive down there tomorrow because I'm four hours away. So I'm going to drive down there tomorrow. There's already They already filed the claim, and the adjuster is scheduled to go out there Sunday at 9 a.m. Sunday. You believe that? Well, catastrophe guys are working 247 down there. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Gotcha. So I'm going to drive down there tomorrow, and we've they already – they have flood insurance. And not only do they have flood insurance, they have better than basic. So she paid, listen to this, they only had to pay about 5 or $10 more per month and they got the extra additional coverage. So they don't just have basic. Basic would have been like about two hundred dollars to $300,000 policy limits, but because they yep. got the extra, it doubled. So they're at like the six fifty, seven fifty thousand. So I got a few questions in regards to that. But um, so I'm going down there on Saturday. It looks like we've already got a general contractor, a licensed general contractor, and a licensed uh, a certified engineer um, that, that she knows, that she's friends with. So I have actually, it's it's five o'clock here where I am. After we're done here, I've got, an, uh, I've got a call to them that we're going to three-way, four-way, um, uh, so that I could speak to them and, and ask them what they think uh, in regards to getting ourselves an engineering report and see what's going on. She showed me, she did like a FaceTime video with me. She showed me what's going on with the exterior. It looks to me like the bottom of that building underneath the foundation, maybe like the fill, it seems to be, it seems to be, it's given away and the water is going through. And she, right where the exterior wall, where she showed me where everything's giving away and the closet that's underneath her stairs is where all the water's coming in. And even after she dries everything, now that the, now that the flood is gone and now that the rain is over, she'll wake up in the morning and there's more water there even after sure. the rain. So I guess my question to you is, well, well how I'm going to handle is I'm going to speak to these guys now. I'm going to see what they feel about it. I'm going to try to meet them out there tomorrow before, before the actual inspection, see what he thinks. And frankly, uh, if everything goes the way I think it's going to go, I want that freaking engineer and that GC out there with me when I'm doing the inspection yeah, with the sure. adjuster. Cause I got to let that for adjuster sure. know he's not an engineer. I got an engineer right here. Here's what needs to be done. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Bring your own experts in right away is the best way to handle stuff, especially when they're tricky like that. That flood coverage stuff is no joke. So, well, tell me about uh, it. I've been hearing so far that that uh, we can't file a lawsuit, right? Because there's, well, we can, but there's no attorney fees and costs, good, right? Good, good luck, right? Yeah. So nobody wants to mess with that. So I mean, flood coverage is it's limited. It's not, it's not going to be a lot of money. It's seven hundred fifty grand for the whole property, correct? No, each building has each building is between five hundred and fifty to eight hundred thousand dollars. Oh, each building. Okay, good. Very good. Otherwise, you guys would be in the hole. So, no. um, is it, if it's still wet, I would get a, mitig a mitigation contractor out there right away. Get get the drying done so things dried out. That's going to be a big key to that. But uh, be, be careful where the water's coming in from. Make sure it's um, document the living hell out of that thing. So. So you think I should immediately get the water restoration out there, which was another one of my phone calls that I was going to make. Yeah, the other thing and, I wanted and asbestos testing, mold, all that stuff. Get all that testing done, ready to. Because if that stuff's hot and it's got asbestos in it, you guys start tearing into that, that could uh, be a problem. So I would get asbestos test done, testing done immediately, like today. Really? Okay. Before he starts, yeah, before he starts. How, those buildings have to be, how old are those buildings? Are you kidding me? It's Miami Fountain Blue, right right next to where I grew right. up. They're like, they were built in the 70s, I think. Yeah, get asbestos test done. That's, if that stuff's hot and the guys start ripping that stuff up, it's going to contaminate the whole building. And there's going to be some protocol issues there. Right. It's like David said in the, uh, in the class, do the asbestos first, try to find out. Cause if oh. you, cause then you're screwed, right? Cause if you start tearing shit up, then you're, you're negligible, right? Of some really bad shit. Exactly. Yep. 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 hundred percent. Let me ask oh, you yeah, get a about the, uh, the flood coverage. Let me ask you this because they've got, uh, that, that extra extended coverage that's doubled it. 
is the interior is going to be covered? Well, I mean, you're going to write a scope up of damages, and then a lot of it's going to be eaten up by the drying and things like that. So, yeah, the interior will be covered. I think the way the flood works, it's up to two or three feet, four feet on, on the drywall. So anything below that line will have coverage for it. But this That's is an association. It's still it's still the same policies. I mean, you're going to – so the flood stuff is four feet down. So anything at, anything four feet below is going to be is going to be taken care of. But there's no there's no coverage for like sidewalks or pools or, or or things like that. So that's that's where it gets tricky. The pool house won't be covered. Just the dwellings themselves. So read that policy head to tail. They're very uh, they're not written very well. They're kind of just I mean they're crap policies that the government did just to kind of help people out. So we had a lot of that problem when Harvey hit in, in the Houston area. Nobody nobody was ready for it. Nobody had flood coverage, and people lost everything because they didn't have the right proper coverage. So just the flood stuff's a little different to handle. Um, you may want to find some flood certified uh, adjuster to help you on your side because it is a little bit tricky. So, such uh, your normal policies. I asked you that in regards to the interior because, as with the wind, with a wind claim or any other damage that we have to a condominium association, you know, the, it's always the age old anything from after the drywall is not covered. But with flood, it's different. I, well, you need to read the policy. Right. Uh, it, it should be yes. I mean, but what 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 those flood what those flood policies are actually geared to do is basically give the owner or the occupant enough money to dry it out, tear the drywall and the flooring out and call the day. That's really all it's, all it's really geared for. Oh, it won't be not, not to remove and replace flooring and cabinets? Well, no, there is, but I'd say it's limited. So that's what it's really geared for is that anything below that four foot mark. And it doesn't really go into other areas. It's, it's just a very limited policy. Not a lot of meat and potatoes in those things. So th that money goes very quickly. This controller, the mediation guy is going to want to try to control them a little bit. Them. Just be careful because you're, you're it sounds I'll like let a lot of money, know. but it's not. I mean, the drying could go 100 grand and you're already down 20% of that policy. So, right, right, right. Gotcha. People might have, they might, have, might not have coverage on their contents. So be careful with all that. Okay, read, read the living hell out of that thing. But, um, oh, can they, can they, if it's, it's a flood, can they, File a, they can't file a normal claim under their normal insurance, right? Yeah, that's not going to be covered. They, 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 they can file it all day. It's going to be a big, a big goose egg, yeah. Uh, unless they have their own flood insurance. Correct. Right. Then, yeah. then, then that, that makes it a lot better. Then they, they could actually really yeah, get I into guarantee it. Most of them, most of them don't. So. No, most of them probably don't. But, um, but I could, I could still put in for all new, brand new kitchen cabinets, new flooring, and stuff like that in the association's flood and floods claim. I believe so, yeah. But once again, be careful because those limits be are going to be very, very tight. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a big flood. I hate flood insurance. It's just, Listen, uh, I mean, they called me. They're happy with me with what we did. So I'm, I'm going to go after it. Um, the, what's no, happening thank is. God got, thank God they got the bigger policy because that, that smaller one would have been wiped out in two seconds. So. $10 a month more is what it costs. Yeah, people don't know that. I know. It's ridiculous. And I tell people all the time, if you don't live in a flood area, just get it anyway. It's so cheap. Like you never know what's going to happen. And I, and I tell everybody about Harvey, about Texas, because you, I mean, that was crazy. Right. Cause I didn't, I was thinking about going over there and some people were just like, dude, don't even bother. Nobody has coverage. No, no. I mean, I think 80, 85 or 90% of the people did not have the right coverage for that hurricane. Wow. Cause it wasn't so much the wind and everything. It was the damn flooding. It just, right. That water got trapped in there. It's like New Orleans. The water got trapped and nowhere to go. 80% of Houston's underwater with no flood coverage because they never knew they had it. And they, and the, the shitty part, you can't even buy it. They couldn't even buy it because they're not in the floodplain. So it's not, it wasn't available to purchase. Really? Yeah. You have to be, you have to be in a flood area to, to buy flood coverage. You I thought you could it. always, I, I thought you could always buy flood coverage. Flood, flood no, it has to be a certain, you have to, you have to be deemed a flood, a flood zone to buy it. Are you sure? I thought you could buy it. I'm 99% sure. Oh yeah, because I thought you could just always have it, even if you don't, if you're not in a flood area, and it actually it's just no, much much cheaper. Well, keep in mind it's 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 government backed, so they're gonna do whatever they can to limit what they have their exposure. Mm. That's true. That's true. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, I'm gonna drive down there uh, Saturday. It's basically it's mainly the corner units. The corner units are what's suffering all the damage, and it's the water going under there. What do you think? Have you have you seen that before? Where the water creeping underneath the uh, underneath the foundation there. Yeah, most people don't have the right flood coverage, so it gets denied in about two seconds. So yeah, if they but if they have flood, they should be okay though. So. Well, I know they're going to probably come at me and try to tell me that it's just uh, it's um, wear and tear of an old building. Oh, I guarantee it. So that's why the engineers are going to be important to to document why the how that water got in there, 
and there was no pre-existing damage from before or whatever. So right. it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big deal. Gotcha. All right. So I appreciate that. I'm going to let you know how that goes. You said to sure. call a flood expert? Yeah. So we have two. Um, a lot of guys have um, their, their flood um, adjusters. They have a, a certification because it's such a different world than what we usually do. Uh, Justin and Greg, who work here, have, have it. Uh, I do not have a flood certification because it's such a pain. I don't have time. But if we ever get a, if we ever get flood policies in, those two guys handle it because it is a different, it's a di- completely different animal. So, gotcha. If you need right. help, you can email me the policy, and I can have Justin look at it for you and see if there's any weird stuff going on there to cover your butt too. Because you surely don't waste a lot of your time if it's, if it's not even going to be covered. You know what I mean? Or have some weird stuff going on. So. You can certainly email that over. We'll take a look at it for you just to just help you out. So You would do that for me? I appreciate that. That would yeah. be awesome. Vince, anything for you, man. <laughs> uh, so obviously we met sort of not – I mean, we kind of – I wish – man, I wish I would have gone now. Just so like I heard you guys were painting the town red. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of the, uh, the, the training is phenomenal itself, but the cool stuff is after the training. Um, you know, you get a couple of beers in you, a couple of vodka tonics, and – um, the storytelling and the experiences and, and stuff starting to click. And um, I'm a big relationship guy and um, I love um, meeting new people and getting to know these guys. And I, I've already talked to probably six or seven of the guys who are actually in town for training. I was in Jacksonville with Randolph yesterday on a huge commercial property, helping him out. I've got emails and texts from a bunch of other ones um, with questions or cons- I got a, one of the guys had a big boiler loss in Chicago called us about that. So it, the after hours thing is really, it's, it's, that's when you get to know people, right? I mean, sitting in a classroom is cool and you get all the knowledge, but to really get to know people and how they interact and the strengths and weaknesses we all have, uh, it's, it's really cool. I was, um, I had more, I mean, of course I had a blast and, uh, thank God Scottsdale's open. So we got to go out some of the cool places and I got to show off some of the town and, uh, it's just really cool. I mean, getting to know some, there's a lot of great people in this industry and, uh, we were, I was so impressed by the, by the quality of people involved on the zoom event and also here in person. I mean, you know, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. The, the people that came and, um, the, the, the follow-up stuff I got afterwards, <clears throat> I put a video out that Friday. I was, I was absolutely blown away by the quality of people involved and, and the thank yous and everything else. And the response we got, I think I got 10 people already go for July already. And it's just, I haven't even started promoting it. It's, it's really cool. And it, it's a much needed thing for our industry. Um, that was our first time out of the gates. And then, you know, I, I kind of give us an A minus a couple of things we could have did better, but it'll, it should improve every time. Right. And I was blown away by the quality on, on what we produced. And then the guys that came in and gals that came in were absolutely tremendous. And the, the people were just uh, unreal. And I'm, I was very humbled and uh, that's awesome. great actually. Yeah. Just, it was really cool. just to give people a point of reference, even though I already talked about it in the introduction, uh, it's uh, Jack is talking about the course that we did, the Skipton the Skipton, what is the course uh, exactly called? The oh, training. I'll do the book here. Is there, oh, I got the book here, but you got the big one. Oh, I got the big one too. Yeah, well, no, hold on. So. Hold on. I got. Oh, the training manual? I'm actually out of those. I got to order some more. This thing is just unbelievable. Look at the size. So it's a, it's the training manual for this. I know it's backwards, but for the Skipton uh, claims management. And if for those who are watching this, look at this thing is just packed loaded with information yeah we actually you know david took a bunch of his letters and, and put them in there and as a point of reference and you know what this industry is new and it's ever changing and there's a like, like in every industry there's good and bad and you know we want to bring everybody up a level so um if we got like i told the guys in the beginning of the class if they got one thing out of it and help with one claim down the road i think it was a success but um i'm getting like i said the feedback's been tremendous and the letters David and David included in the back of that manual, um, they're, they're gold. I mean, they're, um, it's been successful for us and we're just trying to pass the information on to make, make the industry better as a whole. We all, we all need that, man. We all need to be better. And it's, it's, it's time. It really is. It's the reason why I started what I'm doing as well. Like all my videos and stuff and, uh, I'm, I'm preparing some stuff too. And it's really just because I know that when I started about 11 and a half years ago or so, I mean, there was nothing. It's really hard to find stuff. 
you know, public adjusters, for some reason, I always felt like we're always against each other because they're trying to get that claim. You know, they're trying to grow their business, which is understandable. It's like it's like sure. we're almost always competing. And then when you've been doing this long enough, you realize, you know what? I mean, it's nice to have like a we have a good, positive, strong community that we could feed off and learn stuff. Yep. Because as long as I've been doing this, let me tell you, I learned a great deal on that course, man. And, you know, That's it's right. just. And it's not so much, I'll be honest, it's not that I learned a bunch of new stuff, but I really learned that, all right, I, I got to tighten up a little bit, right? I got to tighten yeah. up a little bit. Let me get, let me get my, my documents order. Let me get my experts in order. Let me get all my stuff. Let me really, let me really spend at least an extra uh, more time on really crafting these letters and crafting these emails yeah. to make sure that I'm hitting all the points that I need to hit to really put them up against the wall and just be like, all right, look, I'm calling you out on all your bullshit, you know, right. pay up. Yeah, so I mean, a lot a lot of guys believe well, all we do is go out and write a real fancy estimate, right? That's kind of and and yell and scream and kick at the insurance company. Well, we do we do write a real fancy estimate. However, that's about one tenth of what we do. I mean, the the letters and 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 the, and the finding out the different aspects of those policies, man. That's that's the that's the golden stuff, man. That's what it's all about. A lot of guys. I was talking to Randolph yesterday in Jacksonville. I mean, they're like, oh, I set out a four point three million dollar estimate. Well. Okay, is it covered? Let's get let's get the coverage established first. I can write estimates all day and night till the sky is blue. Who cares? I mean, let's, it's all about getting the damn stuff covered. That's that's the idea, and that's where I think our industry fails a lot. Where we don't worry about coverage, worry about all these high ticket dollar scopes. Well, that's all great and dandy. I mean, you and I can write rip scopes all day and night. It doesn't do any good unless it's covered, right? So, coverage is the key to what we do, and I'm, I'm trying to get that to the forefront where that's the important thing we all concentrate on. You guys, of, you mentioned that you're like, get a dollar, just get one dollar. You get $1. one dollar paid, you're, you're in. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the one in Jacksonville yesterday, it's it's 15 buildings. They wrote scopes on nine of them for a course. It. 16, yeah, 42, minimal stuff, right? Great. I'm like, all day. Now, these guys open coverage. The barn door is open. Now we're going to, now we're going to kick it open and get the right stuff. That's perfect. So, um, I'll, like like we told the guys you guys in training it's a it's a card game right you don't want to come out guns a blazing shooting fireworks out of your butt on day one for nine million dollars because you know what's going to happen the amica legal team or the state farm legal team is going to see that and go screw these guys denied move down the road and then chase us around for two years so the whole idea is casually get the damn thing covered a and then work on the scope and then the money will follow would don't you start with c sir. start with would a you, man you know would you recommend waiting to do an estimate until after coverage really uh yeah why why do you want to scare the hell out of a uh, of some poor eighty three thousand dollars safeco adjuster <laughs> in motel six right <laughs> i always talk about that i always say like thirty forty thousand dollars though <laughs> yeah but, but I'm, well yeah i'm talking a high dollar one so yeah yeah i mean you you so the whole idea is you want to i'm a big advocate of getting these guys on your side man like pull them aside like i'm here to i don't want to make your life miserable However, I do want to be, I want the claim to be paid. I want to be paid fair. I'm not going to kill you on this. Just, you be cool. I'll be cool. We'll make it all. I mean, we got a lot of deals done in the parking lots. Uh, we got a lot of deals done afterwards having a beer too. I mean, it's relationships are a big thing on both sides. I have some of my best friends are, are, are carrier adjusters. They're good guys. They have families to feed and they're, they're trying to do the right thing as well. Right. Um, we all, and once again, every industry, they're shitty guys and good guys. So, you know, we get a lot of work um, approved, a lot of claims approved because of our name and what we've done in the past. They know we're not here to mess around. We write a good, clean scope. We're not going to be, we're not going to throw out your crap against the wall and see what sticks. If it's $1.2 million, our estimate's $1.2 million, right? And we do wait a lot of time. I mean, I, I would say 50% of the time, we're not writing scopes until we get coverage approved. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, once again, Having four aces in my in my back pocket doesn't mean I throw them all down at once, right? Sure. So we'll throw an ace down, get it covered, then I'll then we'll start piling on. Well, That's and I idea, you, you know. You mentioned something that I like too, is that now I, I also look at it sort of, uh, you know, you meet some of these adjusters out there and they're trying to do the right thing. I mean, they really are. They're not they're not bad people. And if we could help them 
determined yeah. and get coverage. They're like actually grateful. They're just like, man, you got all this stuff. Oh, this God. is great. Yeah. I'm going to send this out. You're going to get paid on this and it's going to be great. You're going to get coverage. But if we just go and like you said, just give them a hundred thousand dollar estimate with nothing to back it up. I've, I've had them in, in the past when I first started, they'll look at me and just be like, Vince, like, like what, what do you want me to do here? Or like, or like, where's the damage? Show me the jam. Come on, show me something, you know, show me, give me help something. Me, and it's right. like, help me here. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, well, a lot of the guys want to do, I mean, a lot of the guys want to do a great job. They're really good people and they want to do the right thing. It's, but their hands are a bit tied. We understand that. So help us help you. Right. Like tell me right. what you need for me to get this thing done and we'll make it happen. And you know, there's it's relationships matter. That's the whole idea on this thing. So yeah, we, we rarely, I want to say probably yeah, half the time until coverage is established, we're not writing scopes because we've learned that it's a lot of guys get freaked the hell out. Right. They, they get, because if it goes past their level, the higher it goes, like once State Farm hits a million, it goes to the home office. So a lot of our stuff, comes, we're starting out at six, seven hundred grand, right? Then well, let's, up the chain. let's face so. it, too. A lot of times, like you said, you're dealing with the desk adjuster. They're going to take your estimate and kind of wipe their ass with it anyway. They're going to just go based on their field adjuster's estimate either way. Yeah. yeah I mean, our, sometimes it's, I mean, people don't understand. Sometimes our estimate is meaningless. It kind of, I, I feel you. Yeah. You're, you're, I mean, it sucks and it's part of the deal, but we understand that uh, that's just part of the spiel. And we, once again, we're, we're playing in there. So it's their arena, right? They're the ones with the sand in the sandbox. We're just visiting. They have the checkbook. and the They got the money. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So us, right. us being douchebags and yelling, screaming, and kicking, it's not going to probably help our cause. But at the same time, we're going to write a very strongly worded letter, um, finding coverage, explaining why it's covered per the, per the policy that the insured has purchased that they're representing uh, well, let's just get it done right let's, let's let's be fair so that's all we ask i could scream and holler like i do in all my videos and tell public adjusters how important it is to to gather documentation and how i go through it but could you maybe uh just for the audience sort of go through how you guys uh build a kick-ass case and and, and build a claim and and make sure that you get uh coverage yeah well the biggest thing number one we actually order i hope everybody out there orders the exact policy in the home office. A lot of guys don't. Some of that stuff online that these guys have on their apps is not the real policy. And you'd be surprised how many times it actually changes when we get the certified policy from the carrier's home office. A, a and or an if or a but or a comma could change the whole policy if you think about that. Huh. Okay, so we, that's, a, that's the first thing we do is we get the actual policy that they purchased, not the bullshit one on the app that everybody has when they get pulled over, but the actual policy that's purchased. And a lot of times it's it is slightly different. Okay. That's important. Yeah. That's a little trick. I mean, once again, if there's a word a or and or, but that's, 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 that's life changing for some of the stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, honestly something I, I don't do all the time that I'm starting to do now more as I is yeah, just on that first email. When I send in my LOR, I'm requesting a certified copy of the policy. Yep. And then you read it, right. And you find it and you go through it and you determine the, the, how it's covered and why it's covered. And you document that, whether it's, it's weather reports or it's a tail trace or it's um, bringing an engineer like you're doing tomorrow out and, and documenting why this, how this water got into this home or why this roof is ripped the hell off and why the wind speeds, even though we're 46 miles an hour, how, how wind shear and how all these other, remember like David said in, in, in training, wind or, or roof damage doesn't have to be in picker speed. It's all about how it hits it and angles and sure. bazillion. Like people get cut up, oh, it's only 65 an hour winds. Well, okay. I wasn't standing there with a speedometer on that guy's roof on December 3rd, right? I have no idea. Neither do they. So once again, it's, it's bringing the experts in and the good solid reports and having- what are, Jack, what are some of the stuff when you go through the policy that you look for? What are some of the most common things? Like I know you do a lot of hail. I know I see a lot of hail that you guys do. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of, and what are some of the stuff? Exclusions, man. That's that's what kills these guys. And, uh, let's be real honest. Nine times out of ten, the owner and the agent have no idea what the hell they bought, right? Right. Crap shoot. So they, they have no idea. Um, so we look for the exclusions. Uh, cosmetic on, on the hail stuff. The big ones are cosmetic exclusions. Some of these deductibles are outrageous. So we look at all that and um, just making sure that the policy is tight where the coverages are at and and following through. Then trying to find that little that little hiccup, that little opening of, of coverage that's all we need once again i need i need a dollar paid man that's right what we need. we're looking for that first dollar, dollar can you give me an, can you give me an exact example of something in the policy that you've have found in the past that's like you know like if you if you cite this yeah. you're going to get it covered so 
a year ago, a year and a half ago, we had a big church collapse here in Phoenix. I'm talking the damn thing fell on the ground. Nobody was, it was four o'clock in the morning, crash, boom, bam, the church fell on the freaking ground. No, no reason whatsoever. Well, CNA comes out and they go, oh, it's all rotted wood. Uh, they found a beam. JSL comes out, find this rotted ass beam. Like, oh shit, it's all rotted. Well, luckily one of my adjusters, we got the policy from CNA. He read it. We found some termite damage. I sent a termite expert out to the property, found that the termites ate the beam. And since the beam was wrapped and covered un un unseen by anyone, there's a little blurb in the policy that covered it. Well, nice. behold, there's a million dollar check. The damn church is almost done being rebuilt. We got them coverage. Not because the beam failed, but because the termites ate the damn beam that made it fail. That's why we got coverage. And termites, that's usually something that's tough to get covered, though. CNA had a little thing. If it was, if it was, un, if it was hidden. Oh! So that beam is inside. Nobody, it's behind the drywall, right? Nobody could see it. So the beam was hidden. They had termite treatments done on their property. They had pest control done. They had all the documentation. Nobody saw this. I'm, I'm, I never crawled around in my attic. I don't, I don't think you do either. Sure. The beam was Nobody saw it. Brian, who works for us, found a little clause in that policy that if it was, if it was hidden, uh, vermin and or insect damage, it had coverage. Wow. And CNA is like, oh, shit, you're right. Here's your check. Thank you. I got one now. Yeah. Hold on a second. I got one now. I'm going to read it to you. So I have this uh, I have this commercial claim. I was there today, and it's a backup. And he comes in, and the sewer first backup. thing he, sewer backup. He comes in, and the first thing he says is, "Well, I just want to let you know there's a twenty five thousand dollar limit on water backup." And I look at him, and I'm just like, "Well, I want to let you know that even if that does apply, and I'm not saying that it does, I said the water damage here is only as a result of the backup. However, in order to replace this drain line throughout this entire building, that's going to require access, which has nothing to do with the backup or nothing to do with water damage or anything at all. That's right. going to cost you." Yeah, the backup itself, I agree, $25,000 damage, but the resulting, uh, everything else you have to do to get it repaired is, is, is not the $25,000. That's correct. Listen to this. Listen to this. In the policy, it's sewer backup. It is hereby understood and agreed that this policy covers external risks of direct physical loss caused by water to the described premises or other materials that back up or overflow. External risks, which is... I was speaking to one of my attorneys and he's just like, he's like, to me, that means that if there's a sewer plant or a water facility outside away from the building and something happens there and that causes the backup to happen inside, then it's not covered. But in right. this case, the backup happened External inside. Yeah. So usually the way we, we, we interpret that, if, if the backup happens on your property, we get coverage. If it happens as a result of the city or whatever, that's a liability issue. Right. Go back to the city. But if it's on that property, they should have coverage for that. It's not external. So, that's internal. So. so now I'm thinking I'm going to send all my documentation. I got I got a, already a huge file. I had the initial inspection today and I've already got uh, plumbing invoices, uh, proposals. Um, I've got water made. I've got all that stuff. So I want to send my email with all the documentation. And I got a little bit of a mixed review. Right. So on one uh, one one guy was telling me an attorney was like, yeah, go ahead and send it. But I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to tie my get my hands tied if I say if I talk about access and water damage because then I, I don't want to be limited to the twenty five thousand dollars. But I could also right. bring up the external the external you know if it's uh, like that. But then an, an attorney also told me he's like, well you know get coverage first right because even if they do pay the the twenty five thousand dollar limit, you might not want to open a can of worms by sending too much details in an email or in a letter. Do you agree or? Yeah, I agree. But once again, get coverage established. Get it bought and then start working through the details. So send my documentation and no, let's not get too bossy. Let's not get, let's not, let's not yeah. let them, even let's, if they want to pay 25K. Let's get a yes and then start working through the process. Right. Exactly. Gotcha. Yes. And it's in writing. You're done. It's, they can't go back on that. Right. 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 Gotcha. Okay. If they say no. It's, it's, yeah. Once again, get them to say yes. And then, then, then you got to start working through the details. I mean, yes is a great thing. If they start saying no right away, then that's a harder that's a much harder challenge. I'd rather have a, a yes minimally with $2,000 worth of an estimate going out than a no with zero coverage. That's completely different. But that's when we start really running our money, right? So Yeah, so because even if they come back and give me that $25,000 limit, I mean, whatever, we got twenty five grand, and then I could follow that up with a letter basically yeah. saying why I disagree with your decision. Exactly. Here's why. Here's, 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 here's mechanically what's going to take to do the repairs. 
It's not the water damage anymore. I agreed it's 25 grand, right? But the resulting congruent damage of all these, I got to dig out the pipe, I got to cut the concrete, no, yeah. ruin the tile, blah, blah, blah. Therefore, here's my next $86,000, right? So, but let's, but let's, yeah. get a dollar, let's get a dollar first. Get a dollar first, bro. That's, my <laughs> next, that's, that's the chapter of my next book. My next, my next <laughs> get video. that dollar. Get the get dollar. A, get right? the dollar. You talk you know, about don't get, don't get in a hurry. Just get get the get the coverage established first. Don't guns a blazing, man. That's that that's the sure death of most PAs, right? So, Listen, man. And, uh, and contractors. My partner, uh, I, I love him. He's the man, Richard. He is. I my strategies, I guess, sort of like yours. I try to kill him with kindness. I'm gonna be nice. I'm yeah. gonna be cool. Let's work together, and it works for me. But I have to admit, his strategy is he's also very nice, but he's also kind of a badass and he's kind of people are afraid of him and he gets what he wants just by doing that as well which i i always we always crack out because we've got two different styles it works for him mine works for me. Off, right yeah yeah it's pretty cool well i mean there's a, there's a line there i mean once once they cross that line with me i'm not averse to i mean i you know people know that i have a pretty good uh, i'm a little bit of a type a so um kick him out of the kick him out of the property yeah if you got I'm not used to I'm, I'm not averse to like mixing up a little bit it doesn't really scare me at all so um, yeah, it's, it's, you got to play your, you got to know how it's a, you got to be a chameleon, right? Yeah. You know how every situation is a little bit different and who am I going to be today? Depends on how they're going to act towards me. They want to, they want to kick, they, they, they want to start. I can certainly finish it, but I'm not going to start it. That's how I feel. Listen, I live by the motto. Don't be a dick. And if you're going to be a dick, <laughs> that's it. I'm going to be a dick. No, it doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. No, no but I'm talking about, I'm talking about the adjusters, the, the, uh, the insurance. Like, it's like, yeah. come on, like, don't be, don't be a dick. It's no need yeah. for it. Enjoy your forty-three thousand dollars, and I'm gonna go and eat at the Ritz Carlton tonight. Enjoy my steak, and exactly. Thank you, because <laughs> guys like you, I got jobs. So you talked about building relationships. I talk yeah. about that all the time. I think it is probably not probably. I think it's the most important thing in this industry is to build relationships with the right people. And I like now. Now I'm starting to really build relationships with all you guys, guys on my side, which is also very beneficial as well. And let me tell you something too, which I think is funny is since I started doing all these courses and stuff, I'm learning from all the new guys, even them, because they're telling me stuff that, you know what? I, I actually didn't even think about that. Why? Because they're talking to other people in the industry as well. But um, yeah, explain, because uh, I always do, but if we can hear it from you, somebody so experienced, uh, building relationships. I mean, how important is this? Well, it's how we get, I mean, so, Referrals are relationships. Yep. Um, my vendors are relationships. Yep. Um, all my guys here, I have relationships with. The other side, I have relationships with, and it, it, it's how the world gets done. I mean, it's all—it's not what you know; it's who you know. Unfortunately, yep. I exactly. mean, we all do a lot of studying. We all—we all read a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, people want to do business with somebody they like and they trust and they respect. Yes. I don't care if you're buying a car, you're buying a uh, a book, you're, you're going to training. You're buying a claim, whatever it is, it's that the relationships are the key. So I, I tell my guys, we always got to put ourselves in the number one, in the insured shoes. Um, if their damn roof's blown off in the middle of a hurricane, they're upset. They're living in Motel 6 or, or Marriott Courtyard, and they're, they're pissed off anyway. And don't let us be the reason they're pissed off. We, we're, we're here to help, man. We're supposed to have capes on. We don't want to be the result. We want to be the, uh, the bad guy in all this. So keeping these relationships active and, and, and the importance of them. And, and that goes back to returning phone calls, returning text, returning emails. Which you're very good honest. at, by the way. You're very good at, Thank by you. the way. Yeah. Thanks. Giving a, a meaningful, thought-through answer that's poignant to the, that's, that's shortened to the point with a lot, a lot of bunch of smoke and mirrors. Um, that's cool. I mean, I'd rather give somebody really bad news so they can deal with that than start blowing smoke up their butt. And six months from now, we're no better than we were because these people have lives and if I can't get them covered, I got to bring an attorney in. Let's talk about that, man. Let's 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 put our cards on the table. They're, right. they're the ones we're all working for. So, and I, I get. I mean, I'm, I all my jobs come from um, roofing vendors, restoration vendors. Uh, prop, they're all it's all referrals. So, you know, the, the the key to that is just number one. Like I said, being available to them is a huge thing. I I, I can't tell you how many times um, I'll, I'll get called. And I'm one of three PAs they call right. I'm, I'm the first guy to call him back. I'm the first guy to write, give him answers. I'm the first guy to send a contract. That's how it works. And that's, uh, that, that's how I've been semi-successful in my career is just being available. Um, once again, it's, 
it's cost me some relationships on the personal side. <laughs> um, it is what it is, right? So the first time uh, it's I, important. The first time I oh. talked to you on the phone, I wanted to pick your brain because I wanted to know how you're always on top of these massive buildings. And I just thought your answer was funny because it's something I talk about all the time. And you were just like, answer your phone. That was your answer. Yeah. And it's and it's so true. You get so much more. I you make double the amount of money just by answering your phone, I believe, because you oh. get you get it done quicker. You get it done faster. Like you said, you look like you're a very reliable person. People will call you more. And it's just, that's one simple rule. One simple rule. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of ADD with all this. and very type A. I mean, I, if an email sits on my phone or my laptop for more than three or four minutes, I'm like, I'm losing my mind. So, you know, I'm, I'm the conduit for all this stuff, right? So when somebody gets a hold of me for something, I get to my guys right away so they can actually deal with that. The meat and potatoes of these claims. Um, that's, it's important. These people need answers. They want, and if somebody wants to write us a check, and I, me not returning an email is probably not, not going to help any. So right. I'm, I'm very, very, very diligent with that. And I, I stress that within the whole company. Like, let's, let's be better than everyone else with that. I mean, communication is the best. All these, it, it's Huge. free. It doesn't cost a. So I'm, I'm, I went to Indiana University a long, long time ago, and I was a minor in communications. I'll never forget one of the few things I learned in college besides how to drink and have a good time and, uh, <laughs> and, and stuff. One of my communications professors was, he, he basically said, returning a phone call, or back then, a, um, a, we didn't have faxes, it was all phone calls and letters, that's how old I am. <laughs> it, it, it's absolutely the most, it's free, man. It doesn't cost a nickel to respond to someone. And we all get fed up, we all get going with our own stuff and our own dramas. And But man, if you can't take three minutes for your client who hired you for a reason, because they trust you, we need to be all better than that. And I, I really feel that our, our guys are, are above and beyond and I'm so proud of them. And, um, we work really hard, man. It's, it's, it's a lot, but at the same time, you got to walk the walk and not just talk. To, we all could talk a great game, right? But if you're not doing what you say and it's, well, it's all be, it's all smoke and mirrors. I've even noticed if I, if I, for some reason, the few times that, you know, maybe we, I didn't get the result that I wanted to for the client, uh, I've noticed that the clients more often than not, if you've been there by their side from the beginning, answering those questions, answering those phone calls, and they know yeah. that you've been doing the best that you can possible and you got the best possible return that you think you could have gotten, even though it's maybe not where you wanted it, they're just grateful for you just being there from the beginning. Yeah. yeah I mean, if, if you can show them your claim files, like, look, here's the 13 emails I've sent. Here's the seven. Yeah. Here's what we've done for you guys, and we're at a, we're at a dead end. I I, I can't complete right. or or do any more for you within the realms of adjusting. But I do have three or four great attorney firms I can bring you in on, and they're going to take the ball and run with it. We're going to sue the living hell of the insurance company. Right. We feel we're right. That makes it a lot better argument. Where you know sending an email with a with an exactness and hey man, please pay this. <laughs> not much, you know, and that's unfortunately you and I both know a lot of the competition. That's what they're all about. Like. Let's get the insurance estimate. Let's jazz it up a little bit and call it a day. Well, that's not that's not adjusting, man. That's that's actually stealing people's money, bro. You know. That's why I like I like what you guys are doing with the training. Uh, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's just like let's. I take my job very seriously. I was telling Randolph yeah. this not the, the other day. Uh, I got this guy that's working under me, and some of the referrals that he's getting from some of these restoration companies are bullshit. Like it's like it's just like just bad claims. Like it's like one little corner. There's like a little piece of like water there. I go up on the roof. It is like tight. It's it's, it's like less than five years old, and they're like, "Well, let's claim the whole roof." And I'm like, "That's not how this works, you know? Like this no, claim is no. these people do not have a problem. It's fine. That's probably from before the five years ago, you know? Like let leave them alone. Don't put another yeah. claim under their policy. I had to. I had a girl the other day. She was uh she was dying to get the claim signed, and it was an eight thousand dollar deductible. It wasn't worth it for them the claim with the the roof was fine and i said you gotta walk you gotta walk and I, so yeah. so i was telling you so yeah i was telling randolph the other day it's like i i take my job very seriously I'm very prideful of it and i want to work it from a to z and i want to i want to do everything i can for the client gather all the documentation uh john wood i thought was was it john wood is that his name the attorney yep, yep. yep. i thought it was phenomenal, cool phenomenal guy I thought it was cool when he said, because I've always sort of thought it, but I don't like to say it because I didn't go to law school. So I don't consider myself a lawyer at all. But he said it as a lawyer. I like that. He said, it's like, you guys should be acting it, acting like like your lawyers, because what you're doing is you're building a case. And if you assume yeah. that every claim is going to end up going to litigation and you build that case correctly, like a lawyer would, man, you're going to knock it out of the park every time. Yeah, we, we treat every file like it's going to court. 
and thank God they never hardly do, but we actually, that's why we're so successful, right? Cause these, the carriers start getting these things like, Oh shit, these guys know what they're doing. They're putting me in a corner right now. Right. And hopefully they're smart enough to know like, Oh God, we got them. Let's get this thing paid. That's, that's the, if you, if you build these, build these cases, like you are going to court every time, uh, even though that's not your intention, it sure looks like you're not here to, you're not, dude, we're not here to, we're not here playing Frisbee. We're here to get the claim settled and collect millions of dollars. Yeah. Let's act like it, right? It's like professionals. Let's dress professional. Let's talk professional. Let's, let's, let's handle ourselves professionally and let's build a professional case at the same time. And that 99.9% of the time, that's what gets this stuff paid. I've been dressing, I've been dressing more professional since the course. I have to admit. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I'm always like in a t-shirt. I mean, even now, now I kind of feel bad, but uh, you know, I'm always like in a t-shirt or a V-neck with my jeans and stuff. And then after the course, I'm just like, all right, I'm going to make an effort because you know what? I, I think you're right. Yeah. You're, you're treated a little bit differently. You know, if you're, yeah, I, walked, I was with, like, I was with Randolph yesterday in Jacksonville. Once we keep bringing I saw up. the I, picture. Was, you guys were sharp. Dude, it's a thousand degrees. I had my sport coat on and we got the damn thing signed, but that's what people, you know, people are like, they're buying this because I'm yeah. not some Yahoo at the back of a truck who passed a, a Florida licensing exam five years ago. We're a professional company. We have office space and computers and people and, uh, you know, we have a physical address. That's what, that's what matters, man. We're a, we're a, we're a, we're a business. Right? I told, I told, Rand like I told Randolph, he signed, I talked to him today. He signed that big claim. And when he first, when I first met him, he came here and he spent the night at a hotel and I took him out for drinks and dinner. And I, first thing I said, when he answered the phone, I said, motherfucker, I said, the next time we're going out, you're buying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's you know, the cool part about that whole thing. Um, he, I never met, 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 met him before he came in. Um, we spent a lot of time together. He was in the front row of that class, asked a lot of questions. Asking and, a lot of questions. Yeah, great. Perfect, right? That's what he's there for. Yeah. And um, he's like, hey, I have this claim. What should I do? I'm like, let's sign it up. He's like, I'm like, sign the damn claim. Let's go. I go, you want me to come in? He goes, you'll do that? I'm like, yeah. That's so awesome. We're going to with you, but we're going to be there. Yeah. And we're going to help awesome. you and mentor you. Yeah, it's cool. And then he's in the cool part, he's excited about it, man. It's And it gets me excited because what we did here paid off for like Randall's already, Randolph's already got his money back on the course times a right. thousand. Uh, I mean, times he, like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I've made a great friend. He's a great guy. He's knowledgeable. He's going to be a resource for me in Florida forever. Um, we're going to work claims together. It's, it's a, it's a, it, once again, the training thing that became the perfect, um, it's just the perfect storm for all that. It's, it's great. I was very, it's, uh, I get all, I get all excited because it's, it's really cool when you have a vision and it pays off. And then honestly, it's paid off within the first 10 days, which is ridiculous, right? So, so but you guys have, you guys have done, Dave and you guys have done this course before, right? Haven't you done something? This is the first time? Cause I saw something, you guys, a sponsor uh, ad on social media of him speaking in front of a, of a group of people with his suit on or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's our own training. That's for our own guys. And we also do a lot of, like, so a lot of attorneys come in and we train them on stuff. Get out of here. Policy. Yeah. So, you know, we, we do, we do a lot of stuff. Attorneys are, they're litigators. They're great at, 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 at law. Okay. Insurance policies are a different thing. That's our expertise. So we'll train them on some of this stuff. Yeah. That's what that's all about. Yeah. We, you know, uh, Chip Merlin's a, an advocate of ours. I mean, John Wood, uh, just Monty Hamarone in Miami. I mean, we have a list of the big time attorneys, Zach Mosley uh, of MMA in Houston. Um, these guys are in our, our wheelhouse and I've been lucky enough to become friends with most of them via, I mean, I can literally text them right now and bullshit about their families or happy birthday. And it's a, That's awesome. it's a cool thing. It goes back to relationships. Tell me about uh, you guys. How long, how long have you guys been around? How long have you been with, with Dave? How did you guys meet and how, like, how did all that start? Um, Skipton's been around since 1992. I actually started in this business in 1989 myself. I was a restoration contractor forever. Um, I was in Arizona, Texas. Well, we just did tens of millions of dollars a year, and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And Dave was after me for a long time to come over and be a PA. I'm like, no, no, no. I got the construction thing down. And, you know, being, being a contractor for a long time was very um, eye-opening, very awakening. Um, probably took 20 years off my life. Oof. I was talking to a guy about yeah. that today. He was just like, man, my back is killing me. He's like, maybe I should become a public adjuster. I said, yeah, man, come on. Yeah, bro. Same thing. So for about 20 years, I've known David and, and his sons and we, we were talking back and forth. And about five years ago, 
we sat down and talked and they offered me a very lucrative salary and a position to come over. And I'm like, you know, I'm probably just going to hang out a little bit longer and wait and wait and wait. He's like, okay, let me know. And so about a year later, I'm like, my back hurts. I'm tired of being owed millions of dollars. Did you say five years ago? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said 1989. I was a restoration contractor in 1989. Until five years ago? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You, you must be in pain. Yeah, my back is tor- torch and my every joint, my, my, my fingers are all bent to hell. And yeah, it's wow. all right. So yeah, we were doing all over the country, man. I had crews every, 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 I mean, you name it, we were there. So, and I got tired. I mean, basically State Farm, Farmers Liberty, Crawford, they all, they ran my business, man. If the check didn't come in the mail, I remember waking up at three o'clock in the morning, worrying about if the, uh, if, if the uh, direct payment from State Farm came in that night to make my payroll, even though I had it. 175 jobs going on. So that got old. And yeah, um, I finally said, screw this. And I, uh, um, ironically, a little funny backstory to this is the first job offer from Skipton was a uh, salary and some other stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 fine. Um, I'll pass for right now. We have lunch a year later and Dave's like, ah, I, I want you to come aboard. But the big thing now is full commission. I'm like, okay, cool. Biggest mistake David ever made was put me on full commission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It gives you that it gives you that drive. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm gonna get you now. <laughs> yeah. So I've been very fortunate. I, I probably make a lot more than uh uh the rest of the staff here, but uh, at the same time, hard work pays off. But yeah, I, so I was I've only been a PA now for going on four years, but I've been you know, back when I started in restoration work, there were no PA. We actually did the poly, we did everything ourselves because UPPA wasn't a thing and Nobody cared that we were adjusting. It was just part of the part of the thing, right? So that's also part of it too. Is I got to know the other side of it. So all these adjusters that we're coming up against now, some of them are friends of mine, some I've known forever. Some of them I want to throw over the, the roof sometimes, but um, <laughs> it's still that relationship. So yeah, that's how I started doing this, and I, I kind of took off, and I kind of um, I I think my first day here, I signed the fire right out of the gate. Nice. And I, I told Dave, "Is like, can I come over? I'm not here to." poke around and have fun. I'm here to get shit done, grow this business, make, make the company profitable and then make myself a nice living. And I've been real fortunate to do all of those things. So it's, it's been a great transition for me. Uh, I sleep better at night. I have a great time. I get to travel, see the world. I meet the, I meet great people like you and, and Randolph and all the other guys. And it's just been a great, great thing for me. And my kids enjoy me a lot better because I'm not ready to, you know, I'm not uh, leaving at three o'clock in the morning, going to make sure of the floods going. Okay. And, um, it's just, it's a much different, better professional world that we live in now that I'm in now. And I'm um, being a contractor was great for those many years, but I would discourage anyone from going in that business again. It was I, brutal, man. I tell everybody, uh, being a public adjuster is the greatest job in the world. Uh, it's right up there, man. I, uh, I, I've seen, I mean, I, I, I've seen things and met people that I've never would have done without this. I mean, I've made great friends in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and Miami. And I saw that you went there, yeah. Yeah, we actually. Um, I got a. I got the uh, San Juan Capitol building for sixty-six million dollar claim. I signed. So <laughs> pretty good, right? Jesus, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's been great and we're and so we're 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 entrenched in san i got brokers in san juan to give me i mean it's just it's been a very organic um thing that i'm guessing you know you know a lot of the contractors that went over there to 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 puerto rico and they'll they'll call you they're like hey they need your help out here yeah i mean so when the next big thing hits and san and it's going to hit again right it's right it's it's inevitable we're ready to go and there's a lot of new laws that have passed in puerto rico that's going to benefit the insured now and I think it's going to be a great thing. It's going to, it's been a little bit crazy there because it's been kind of the wild west, but the things are getting a lot better and things are getting settled and, and moving along. But yeah, I've learned a lot. So how were those claims in Puerto Rico? How were they different? Well, we, so keep in mind before, uh, before the hurricane, before Maria hit, um, they didn't have a, they didn't have a hurricane forever. Right. So right. The, there was no, there was no statute of limitations on claims. There was no, nothing. So insurance carrier literally could take a claim, put it over here and sit on it for as long as they want with no, no, lit- no litigation threat and no repercussion because there's no statute of limitation. Wow. They that thing for three, four, five years. <sighs> and unfortunately, it put a lot of people out of business and homeless, okay? 
Um, I've been really, really fortunate to have a lot of um, two of my great friends, uh, Jasmani Hamarone and, and Ricky Patel of FPJL in Miami, had an office in San Juan before this happened. And they've been fighting tooth and nail since day one to get some new legislation put in. And they've done that. So now Puerto Rico now has the two-year thing on commercial, the one-year thing on. So there's, there's statute of limitations now that these insurance companies have to live by. And it's been a blessing and a godsend. These guys, I, I can't even, they've got Lily laws passed from their hard work. Wow. People taking care of. Yeah. From zero to that is amazing. And it's only been a few years now. And it's once again, when the new hurricane comes, it's going to be a lot, not to sound dramatic, but it's going to be a lot better for everyone because stuff will get paid and, and, and done a lot quicker. Three, three carriers went out of business there, man. They went bankrupt. Wow. Just, they well, they got wiped out. The last day. Puerto Rico got wiped oh, out, man. Yeah, it wiped was bad. I've never, I've never seen it. Still, you fly in now, it's still blue tarps everywhere. It's crazy. So, yeah. So, but yeah, still, it's been, it's been, it's been still, cool. And um, once again, relationships, man, that was a, so weird story about that. Uh, if we have more time, the, um, you can take as long as you want. I, hey, listen, I, honestly, I'm good as long as you are. So, yeah. um, a little bit of, uh, that, that Puerto Rico claim came from, so Ricky Patel, I never met before posted on LinkedIn, Huh. Looking for public adjuster in Puerto Rico. So for three months straight, I, I freaking think I, every day. But I saw something. I I saw something when when I first started really getting into the whole uh, Facebook and the groups and stuff like that. I don't know if it was that post, but I remember I saw something and you responded quick and you were just like, yeah. "I'll be there." And I'm like, "Dude, this guy goes to Puerto Rico too." <laughs> I couldn't believe yeah. it. So it, it took him two or three months of not responding, and I and finally Ricky emailed me back. He goes, "Hey, this is like a noon on a Tuesday." He goes. Can you be here tomorrow morning at nine o'clock? I'll like, be yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, so I literally packed my shit, hopped on a plane, flew to Miami that night, got to his office at eight fifty. Uh, we talked, and then I, by the time I got off the plane, I had a stack of files to go take care of for those guys. All and those claims. Only become, yeah, and they've not only been fantastic clients, but they've actually become very, very close friends of mine. Um, like Lily, I got birthday texts from them last week. I'm just, once again, you surround yourself with great people, great things happen. And when you find people like that, or, I mean, Ricky's written children's books and he's this phenomenal human being, man, just a good guy. And that's what it's all about is getting people that give a damn, not about the business, but about you personally, it, it rises everything above and beyond that. And the dollars at that point start taking care of themselves because you're just in a good group of people. And that's, oh, yeah. it, it's irreplaceable, man. You, you can't, there's, nothing, there's awesome. no price tag on that. Yeah, I mean it's. I've been in there. I mean it's it's just it's cool relationships, man. I had that with other PAs and contractors and roofing guys and um, just everybody. That's the the experience. Relationships are the whole business. I don't care what business you're in. That's important, right? So. And if you're good at what you do, uh, you're, they're going to keep calling you. Why would they call someone else? Yeah, it's that's the key, man. Once again, answer your freaking phone, especially the first time. Answer your freaking phone. What's the uh? I, if you could take me through real quick for those who really want to build a, a business like you guys have over there, what's sort of like the, uh, what's, what's sort of like the workflow that you guys have over there? How's like everything go? Uh, just a brief, you don't have to tell me any secrets. I'm not asking for that, but just like general workflow within the office, you got people doing certain things and you've got also yeah. other doing certain things. And so my, I'm, I'm basically my, my title is executive vice president. So my, my job is to, from the minute I, my job is to go hunt and find great claims, uh, get them signed, assign the adjuster, monitor them, make sure they're getting their stuff done. So you're uh, assigning another back. adjuster to go out there. Yeah. So I basically have, I think nine guys around me doing all the daily activities and stuff like reading gotcha. the policies, writing estimates, adjusting the claims, corresponding, writing the letters. Um, and then we have uh, three admin people who are going through the mail unpiling and the stacks of mail, we get ridiculous. Right. So right. Um, scanning it into claim wizard. Um, the chasing money around, depositing checks. So we have a like 15 full-time people here, just fully staffed, doing every aspect of it. And, and the cool part is um, we have people only doing estimates because that's what they're great at. I got people only reading policies. That's, that's what, what they're I great at. I got guys adjusting claims. That's what they're great at. So everybody has a little niche role, but they're all kind of, they can all do all of it, but 90% of the time they're doing what they're great at, which is cool because they're into it that way, you know? And a lot of it's, I, we, when claims come in, I take them with me. We'll go out and hit them. Like I'm going to Houston and Dallas next week with one of my guys, and we're going to hit all the claims I signed. And I'm going to go meet all the people 
Um, and I haven't seen in a while because we've been kind of in shelter here. So right. I see my, my roofing guys and, and my attorneys and things like that. So nice. Um, it's, yeah. So it's, it's a long drawn out process and everybody has a role and we dump everything in the, this thing called claim wizard. It's an app that all the correspondence files go into. And if you guys aren't using something like that, you're, you're really selling yourself short. Cause that's a great, it's all, I mean, literally the whole, every claim is on my phone. Right. So. Gotcha. Yeah, I use a couple other ones. I don't use Claim Wizard, but it's something that I've actually been thinking about and considering. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's pretty inexpensive, and it just kind of keeps everything in one place. That's the idea, because you don't want to start looking for stuff when it's no, uh, at yeah, your fingertips. Yeah, you got to have everything organized. And I like how you guys have different yeah. people doing different things. I mean, I did everything from A to Z for so long, which I think it yeah. should. I think we should in the beginning, just so we could learn everything. But now, yeah, I send right. somebody out to do an estimate. I send somebody out to do something else. I got, I got an assistant who does everything, uh, like sending follow up emails, scheduling stuff, because yeah. I don't have time for that stuff. I'd rather go out there, sign yeah. claims, and meet people. That's what I like to do the most. Same, same thing. Yeah, I, that's my little niche, and I'm, I, I feel like I'm good at it. And I got people behind me doing all the hard stuff, you know. So, right, right, sure. Yeah. Um, cool. I mean, I don't really have much else. We pretty much hit the hour mark. Uh, man, Jack, I really thank you for, uh, for coming on. I really appreciate it. I you appreciate have been, the opportunity, man. You guys are great. So you, you have been somebody that I have been wanting to talk to and, and, and pick, pick your brain for a while. Uh, so I'm really appreciative of you coming on and, uh, and, and sharing some of your knowledge. Um, I'll be in that area in about two weeks. I'll grab a beer, man. I think middle of June, I got a bunch of claims. I got to go deal with some of my guys. Yeah. So. I would love to do that. And uh, for those who are listening, the Skipton course, the Skipton, what is it? The training, Skipton training is 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 awesome. Uh, I mean, take it from me. Oh, I, you know, sometimes I feel like I think I know it all, but after doing that course, I realized <laughs> no, I don't know it all. And uh, and like I said, it really made me tighten things up. Uh, really made me focus on on sending those letters the way they're supposed to send. Really made me focus on dressing to impress and uh, and just being on top of it because. Because like I said, you're right. Too many public adjusters think all we're doing is going, man, when I first started, I didn't even take photos. Right. It's exactly. like, like what? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Right. You know, and now, you know, it's, I mean, now I obviously do it and I try to, I try to build my file, but I don't know. It's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's after the course. I'm like, all right, I'm going to just tighten things up a little bit. Let's make sure oh, I get all my ducks in a right. row. And, and I think that's it's great cool. because- we had new, we had- we had new people and old people in it. Like, and, and there's nothing wrong with like, Oh shit, I need to do this better. Exactly. That's the idea, right? Yeah. It's, it's invaluable for all of us, man. Which Even is, us, I mean, we actually came out of that thing like, Oh shit. There's a couple of things that David said. I'm like, we need to do that better in our <laughs> end too. And I'm sitting here. Right. So we all take things, you, you get in your habits and some are good, some are bad. You just got to overly, you got to over, always be open to new things and experiences. And don't be afraid to change because none of us are thousand percent on this stuff, right? If we get that much better, we're that Man, much better, right? Some of those letters that the shit. oh my god, if I could explain, I mean, some of these letters were like were like like 10 pages long, citing all yeah. these different things in the insurance policy. It's like I can't imagine what an insurance adjuster, a desk adjuster making his forty, fifty thousand dollars a year thinks, or he's just like, Holy shit, what is this? <laughs> Well, so the, the whole idea about that is you know, what I tell the clients, I said, the, the first thing I want my, the adjuster on the other side to go do is when they open up our letter of rep, I want them to go, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> here they come. Yep. Like, oh, God, that, that's the reaction I want. Not like, oh, these guys are dicks. I just like, oh, God, I want them to, I'm going to hold their feet to the fire. Well, I tell, I tell, well, also, but that brings up reputation. I talk to a lot of new adjusters and I'm just like, like you gotta, they get like a lot of the guys that, that they come and they ride with me. Sometimes you could tell they're very inexperienced and you could tell the people that they have gotten some advice from are just these fly by night adjusters, which yeah. my home, my hometown, Miami, I love it to death, but there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's a lot of them. And you could yeah. tell the advice that they've been getting is just like, just go in and sign it. And that's it. Like, just sign them up, sign them up, sign them up. When they have to remember that uh, we, it's a small world. This, uh, this little adjusting community on both sides. Yep. And I tell them, you're going to be meeting a lot of the same adjusters a lot of the times. And if you're a ball buster or if you're a faker or if you're just all your claims are bullshit or you're just full of shit, then they're going to treat you like that and your claims aren't going to get paid. But if they know you're a straight shooter, then they're going to see, like my company, Keep Us Game Claim Adjusters, like, all right, we got a legitimate claim here. All right, let's see. Let's investigate right. it. We'll talk with Vince. Vince is right. cool. We'll understand, we'll understand each other and we'll figure this out. 
you know, so I was with the, I was at the, at the inspection today. I mean, we had the time of our lives. We went and had lunch after it. And this is with the field yeah, adjuster exactly. who's trying to tell me about the $25,000 limit. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. Uh, this is how I'm going to argue that, by the way. He's like, all right, whatever. You right, do what you got to cool. do. Right, yeah, it was 100%. Cool. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right. So what I just wanted to say is anybody who's listening, I'm honestly, follow Jack Hanks because I'm telling you, if you want to follow anybody, this guy's on top of a freaking skyscraper <laughs> every day. He's on top of some massive shopping mall every day. And it's, uh, and it's insane. And if anybody, if you guys want to get anywhere, you want to get to that level where you're just basically signing nothing but commercial claims. And I will tell you that if you take this course, uh, with, uh, with David Skipton and with Jack and with David's son, I mean, they've got so much knowledge. You're talking over 20 years of experience. And I strongly recommend that you take this course in person too i do regret yeah. not taking it in person because uh randolph texts me while he's at the class and he's like hey how you liking the course i'm like oh it's pretty cool and he goes man let me tell you they've been taking us out after the course <laughs> and painting the town red and then and i and literally my my reply to him was dude the course is great but i'm telling you what you're going to get out of what you learn after the course is going to be right. much more valuable than what you're actually learning in the course. Yeah, plus the hangovers go away quickly when it's just hot, so it's not the yeah. big deal. So. Yeah, but I mean, when you're yeah. going out there, we really did. Yeah, when you're going out there having drinks, you know, you get a drink and you, you relax a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And you don't need yeah. to be an alcoholic, but you have you have one drink, you get you, you relax a little bit, and you have good conversation, and you can really learn a lot. And then building these relationships is just like you said, it's it's the most important thing in this industry. A thousand percent, dude. A thousand yeah. percent. So. Jack, you're the man. Thank you so much. All right, brother. There it is. This one right here. <laughs> right on, man. <laughs> All right, my man. See you later. Right, we'll see each other okay. soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. You got it, man. Bye-bye.